is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Friday afternoon to you. I see a little bit of sunshine kind of peeking through, it looks like, at least from my limited perspective of the outside here from our KGMI studios. But glad to have you with us here on our afternoon program, KGMI Connects, where we encourage you to express yourself on whatever topic is of interest to you and whatever your take is on it. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. I have to say, I'm a little surprised that uh, the concern, and, and I mean, we should be concerned about train derailments for certain i mean these things carry a lot of really i mean they they carry a lot of stuff obviously day in and day out through right through our communities and some of the stuff they carry is very dangerous we've had oil train disasters some pretty alpha ones didn't really hear the outcry then but uh, that's my observation. But we want to hear your observations here on uh, KGMI Connects. And uh, we get going with uh, the guy who always livens things up, John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, thanks for taking my, my call, and uh, thanks, everybody, for putting up with with my irritating arguments that are from a different point of view. Okay. Um, so guess what? Uh, that same company, Norfolk Southern, they had another train wreck somewhere and uh at first oh there were no no hazardous materials on this train not at all oh well it turns out yeah there were there were three three tanks of hydrogen hydrogen peroxide but they didn't burst so you know that's good uh-huh. but uh it turns out there's a thousand uh derailments in the country every year a thousand of them not every one of them blows up Right. You know, not everyone you know, kills people, but it's like, you know, these. I have a feeling that these train executives—they don't live by any train tracks. They they live high on a hill somewhere in a gated community where they're, you know, I guess the insurance payments take care of any damage to the company, and the the government will swoop in with a super fund, you know, to clean up the the soil and the the ground again, test and everything else. And I'm glad that the people in these Palestine are. Uh, that their wells aren't con- contaminated and stuff, but you know that that one love canal that you were talking about yesterday with that collar that was Hooker Chemical, and yeah, they they, they knew that the stuff that they had on that site was just you know this is a pri- private business, right? Mm-hmm. But they have an interest in in not doing cleanup, like they externalize those costs and stuff, and you know internalize the profits and make the make the taxpayers pay for their stuff. But, you know, uh, the breaks that, that Barack Obama mandated that the trains put on, they had temperature sensors that would have, you know, accounted for the bearings starting to heat up, and they would have known right away, but they would have been notified inside the cab uh, of the engineer, you know, uh, 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 cab with with an indicator light instead of, uh, you know, somebody who, who is giving them a vocal thing over over the squawk box which it's just the antiquated safety stuff on trains because you would think that they would want to maintain their own trains these these, yeah. these companies you would well, think it wouldn't be profitable to have them yeah. you know a thousand de- derailments every every year and stuff uh, you know but it, it's like no regulators have to come in just like with that savings and loan crisis thing they're they're you doing their their banking stuff like like it's a casino and when it all falls apart you know, like because they defied the regulations and stuff on how to run their business safely. You know, I don't know. It just or there it, weren't it just, the regulations in place, and I think those are good points. That uh, oftentimes that's how things run. Uh, not necessarily on the cheap, but uh, what you know, let's things are working fine now. Why worry about this? Where if we would would spend the money on. Uh, once again, a preventative uh, measure. Uh, we wouldn't have this. Which and now this company is looking at who, who knows, hundreds of millions of dollars at at least. You got to think in cleanup and and a huge costs to the company. And um, well, and they they 
fought it, and they got you know Trump to rescind it. And uh, speaking of Trump, uh, have you seen the uh, any of the stuff from the Dominion? Yeah, you get to Trump, uh, but okay, right. He, you know, he, they went after Dominion voting systems and Dominion fought back. And so they have texts from everybody over at Fox, from Tucker, Laura Ingram, uh, uh, Sean Hannity, all saying, we don't believe Sidney Powell. We think she's crazy. We're going to get sued. This isn't. And then that very night going on there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you, speak, you speak with a lot of authority, Ms. Powell, uh, and just like right, buttering yeah. her up on the air. And, you know, that's why, Joe, I don't hate people who've been brainwashed by the most sophisticated system of mind control ever developed, wow. the Internet. That's... Uh, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. I mean, even Trump himself, I was gonna say, are you he giving was that brainwashed to... by his criminal father. Okay, okay. Well, I okay. All right. Well, I've had enough Trump talk, I think, for right now. But thanks, John. Uh, we covered a few issues there. Let's go to Chuck and Custer. He's got some thoughts on trains. Hi, tr- hi, Chuck. Yeah, John only said Trump three times this time. That's, I, I wasn't counting, but okay. He's, he's going down. And but I want to talk about this train derailment here. Okay. Um, I don't blame Buttigieg and Biden for this. Uh, derailment they were towing what 150 some cars behind a train and yeah i think yeah it was a long heavy load but uh what i do blame Buttigieg and biden for is the sluggish response and beta for that matter that um the sluggish, slow response to this thing. Okay. You know, and and I just don't understand why they. Uh, yeah. Why they I, uh, I went and I punctured think, when they went and punctured more, you know, tanker cars and spilled it all out and burned it off and put all that stuff in the air and. Well, as I understand that they uh, they allowed uh, a lot of it to vent. Uh, to pre- prevent it, I guess, to prevent it from burning, which would have created a, a more dangerous chemical. At least that's uh, what they said. Um, so, I yeah, I it's it's a tough situation. But, yeah, I think the government right. should respond in those situations. Oh, I think no, from the, was, from the was... federal, the state, um, I mean, the governor just this week it, you know, re- requested assistance from the government, from the federal government. But, uh, yeah, it was super again, slow. I yeah. mean, it was... It was uh, Kind of like uh, uh, Bush's response to uh, Katrina. Okay. Well, you know, it was fair. slow. All right. Yeah. And, you know, you got to get your, when stuff like this happens, you should be already ready to go at any time. And it, it just seems like it took forever. And they're still not really there. Yeah. Well, they're still, yeah, they're still trying to assess what the reality is, it seems. They're still saying it's safe. Uh, if you go back to your home and you're not thinking it's safe, we'll come and test it again. But, yeah, I'd be a little leery. That's for sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, the scary thing is, too, thanks, Chuck. I appreciate your call. And you know, when you think about the railroad that runs here through Bellingham, and, and uh, I mean, it goes right underneath some of the more exclusive properties here in our community, down along Chucknut and uh, through downtown, you know, some of those, you know, historic homes up on the bluff above the railroad yard there along uh, Rotor. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, not everybody lives way far away from the railroad tracks, everybody with who's fairly well-heeled. Thanks, Chuck. Let's go to Keith in Linden. Hi, Keith. Hey, Joe. Man, John, uh, I always love hearing John. He never upsets me. Okay. He, uh, he touched on a little bit of what my topic is today. Uh, they released all those text messages uh, for the Dominion Fox. I'm not going to call it news because it's not news. Uh, their uh, their defamation case and oh it's just an absolute treasure trove of nonsense. Have you seen or heard any of these? Well, I've seen yeah I've seen reports of what they were saying. You're talking about the the texts and the comments about uh, yeah, yeah. The, all the, of the head honchos, the president, the CEO, Robert. I mean, from from the top all the way on down the bottom, they all knew that what they were peddling was a bunch of nonsense. They said they had to retain their viewers. Their viewers were were being sucked away to OAN and Newsmax, and so they had to keep up with the nonsense to try and keep their viewers. 
And uh, there's there's this awesome, awesome lawyer. His name is Ben Mycellus, and he runs uh, the Midas Touch. And he did a, a YouTube video. It's about 38 minutes long. And he just goes through all of the text messages that were released. And you get to really see that inside look of what Fox, again, not news, uh, what the corporation, what they think and how they feel, not only about their viewers, but also about protecting, you know, the viewers that they already had, their retainment. It's just they're peddling absolute nonsense. I still can't believe how or why anybody would watch that nonsense, BS. But, oh, my goodness, I, I recommend anybody and everybody to watch that Midas Touch video okay. and just see the whole breakdown of all the text messages because it, it's, it's 40 minutes of just absolute nonsense. You'd be, you'd be surprised. All right. Surprised and also not. Uh, oh, okay, kid. What's the what's the video again? Uh, so it's um it's a news network. It's okay. uh, Midas Touch. M e i j s Midas Touch. Oh. I don't watch uh the, the big media folks. I like underground type uh, media, real okay. reporting, real journalists. Okay. And uh, he he's a lawyer himself. His name is Ben Mycellus, and so he has a, a very unique and, and awesome way of you know of uh, painting a picture and and kind of walking people through all this. But I mean, it's just it's all. It's all facts. That's all it is. It's just just the facts. There's no nonsense. There's no insertion. It's okay. no opinion. It's just oh, these were their text messages exchanged from this person to this person, and it just paints a wild picture of of honesty, just real honesty, something you don't get from Fox. Well, let me just ask you because I'm not familiar with this Midas uh, touch or, uh, mm-hmm. but um, now yeah. when you go through that, and I I'm, I'm not looking at it now either, but uh, when you look at articles and how it presents articles, is are they are they generally favoring the left or and are they critical of the right? Um, how do they? they how do are, they? They're they're definitely critical of the right. I think people who okay. are center or right would look at this and say, "Oh, that's just more liberal media." Uh-huh. Um, but the fact is, you know, they they all just they stand for democracy, which you know I, I can get behind. You know, that's that's okay. what I'm here for. Okay. Um, and so everyone's gonna have their own opinion, but yes, they they they're just basically highlighting all of the corrupt nonsense that uh, that the quote unquote right is, uh, is is you know conducting. All right. Okay, Keith, thanks for your call. And I think we just have to understand that, well, that's part of, uh, in a capitalist system, a media, uh, or like uh, a media company is like on any other company. They exist to make profit and to uh, profit from what they do. And um, that will lead them to uh, especially, you know, when we're talking about a Fox News or a CNN, for that matter. I mean, they're going to generally try to appeal to their core audience, the people that they know, tune in and are and follow them day in and day out. Here we had a situation where Fox News felt that they were losing uh, or maybe saw evidence they were losing viewers to these upstarts who were hammering at this uh, at, at this information and said, we've got to echo that. And um now, what we have to remember, too, is Laura Ingraham and uh, Tucker Carlson, and these aren't news reporters. These are commentators that are on a news channel. CNN has the same sort of folks on their, sta- on their channel. And um, so it, it does. It blurs the whole—it blurs news. It blurs um, uh, opinion, all those things together. And— uh, I guess doesn't really help us in uh, trusting our media, does it? Quick break. Back with more. We got other folks on the line. Get right to you here on KG Mike X 360-676-5464. Lindale Glass is your premier window and door company in Whatcom and Skagit County. With over 35 years of professional installation experience, you can rely on the dedicated employees at Lindale Glass to provide an exceptional install. Lindale Glass features Milgard windows and doors, leading the industry with innovative, high-quality products. You can be assured of a product that is customized for your home. No shortcuts, no gimmicks, just excellent service and exceptional quality from Milgard. Visit a Lindale showroom to learn more or online at lindaleglass.com. Hello folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. 
Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour, and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marcia Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We'll go right to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on the on the Fox News and news in general. Uh, you hit it on the head there, but I think we, in this case, the Dominion case, I think we're putting the cart before the horse. It's going to litigation, I think, here within the next month. So it's going to be a good trial if, if this is free speech or not, because if we remember back in the in the 2016 and beyond forward, uh, all this Russia, Russia, Russia stuff, and uh, uh, it wasn't just CNN and CNBC and ABC and NBC and CBS and uh, numerous other broadcast stations. I think that they honestly believed the garbage they were hearing on the on the uh, Russia investigation. Well, it could be that Fox News actually thought that Dominion was at fault. But the main question still remains, is this free speech? Well, and that I guess you're right. That'll have to be determined and, and how um, a company... Uh, is affected uh the you know we have also free speech laws but then we also have uh laws that protect individuals from from uh being uh slandered uh but then uh, you know from but public figures people in a public position don't have the same protection that a private individual might uh so if i started slandering bruce and bellingham and i had your last name and i started telling everybody all kinds of false things about you and and broadcasting that you could pretty pretty easily sue me and my organization. But if you were Bruce, uh, the governor of the state of Washington, and started and I started saying Bruce is uh, this and that and the other thing, and uh, I'd have some protection there because you're a public figure. So uh. <laughs> true, true. I I I agree. But still, uh, whether or not the jury will after hearing all the evidence is a different question. All right. All right, Bruce. Uh, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. Glad it's Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday and the sun is out and it's fairly calm and I guess we're going to get ready for that cold that's coming. Yeah, I got a winter blast coming next week, I guess. Tuesday, Wednesday. So the good topic with the election, I remember about six months, eight months ago, I came across an article about a guy who was uh, re- the Freedom of Information Act. He was requesting vote information from 2021, and it was just a test thing. And I, it, I can't remember where I saw it, but this Dominion software has proprietary uh, computer software that they will not release to anybody. So this is a private company that is in charge of a number of states' election results, and no one can check their software for not being corrupt. Basically, it's a closed book. It would be equal to having votes counted without poll watchers watching it because it's software that no one can look into. And it was approved by some court that, no, this is proprietary. It cannot be. It should have been like what you'd call open source or public to look at the software program to make sure that it is fair because we're handing over 
to a computer of a private company the counting of votes, which is the ultimate most sacred thing in a democracy. So there's a little bit of, I would say, a lot of but doubt. But don't you think? Fair. But I don't know, and I'm just I'm just well, throwing this out there. Question. But if this is just wide open and anybody can access the 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 workings of this software, no, it seems software. it would make it. Right. It seems that it would make it easily corruptible then. Uh, it would no, just lay yeah, it, lay no, it open. Not. Okay, here it is. Not, this is. Not. And, and Joe, then if it's, it could if be. If it's not hooked to the internet, you can't corrupt it, right? Well, I, you can't, I, I don't know. They I mean, say it's not hooked to the internet, but I think it is. There'd be ways. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm speculating. Right. I'm not a, I'm well, not the, a computer expert, but, uh, and, and, and a company, thing. I mean, private companies do have a right to, uh, protect what they've developed. Um, but, but I, I'm think just, about this. This is counting votes. This is so. Sure. This is like one plus one is two. How could that be proprietary? I don't know. I don't even but understand then the you're, premise you're of assuming, why they can't I guess, and, and I, I don't know the answer to this either. But you're assuming that uh, that that uh, you know, voting officials, those in charge of votes, uh, or the county auditors, what have you, who would use this equipment and would decide to okay, we're going to order this equipment that they would not have any idea of how this all works, and they're completely well, in the dark. We're, you're making that assumption. Yep, those and I people am because wouldn't. And, and the proof, Joe, proof of that is that you can't get the program. No computer smart people can look at that program and say, yes, this is fair. This is not corrupted in any way. Um, you know, I don't just know that like you know that none, nobody can. I mean, you're just you're assuming just because some private Based guy on, because because I couldn't I, because I couldn't go to Dominion and say, hey, give me all your information. That doesn't well, prove that no board. computer experts have had a chance to look at this and examine has it and, any, and say, has, yeah, has this it, is. Has that happened? Huh? No, has there been any computer people like, say, Bill Gates because he's really I, smart with computers? I don't has know that. I don't know the answer to Probably that. Not. But I think but you're making that assumption. So I am. Okay. And there's a lot of assumptions. Something like right. counting votes should be open source, easily proved to be fair. It should be. Okay. I mean, but it's still, the most I mean, but thing, the, but but I, I guess the charges though that were brought uh, against this company were pretty outlandish. That what and I forget what they all were because I didn't dive to, in too deep of, into them. But what there were uh, something. With, and you know, how can they, they be were, hurt? You they know, they were allowed. They were being corrupted from Turkey or Italy or someplace well, over there. Well, anytime a private business is. If a private business know. is in charge of that, they're corruptible. It's very logical. Okay. If some big outfit is in charge of 30% of our votes, why wouldn't a foreign actor reach out and try to do something? Okay. I mean, the Russia, Russia, Russia thing, we have done exactly that in Israel's elections. And it's in that Netanyahu book how we actually, Obama, sent lots of money to campaign against him. I mean, the stuff that we're worried about being done to us, we have done to other countries. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We've, uh, we've, we've deposed people who have been uh, democratically elected in other countries. That's part of our history, but all right, Rich. Uh, okay. But the, the conspiracies about the 2020 election continue in the dominion. And we'll see about as, as I think Bruce brought up a good point that uh, a lot of this will be hashed out uh, during that, uh, that trial, but let's go to Doug in Bellingham. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? Good, good. What's on your mind today? Well, uh, I, I do believe that um, in our culture, if we don't have uh, equal treatment uh, between women and men, that, that we truly recognize that women and men are equal partners, uh, that we're going to be very dysfunctional. And, and I I'm, I'm, uh, greatly appreciate that there are women running for president now. I think that's wonderful. I look forward to having a woman. Uh, I, I look forward to having a woman uh, chief uh, exec or chief uh, justice of the Supreme Court. Uh, I look forward to having women so uh, uh, thoroughly in, involved in, in the process of everyday living that that having a woman president or a woman chief justice or a woman governor or, or women in politics or in business is a common everyday thing. Because I think the more we have this recognition of the equal partnership between between women and men, um, we'll, we'll have a better functioning society. Well, I I don't think that that can be denied, um, and I think that uh, it's unfortunate that we're still seeing firsts by women uh, in this day and age. That it's it's taken this long to where women aren't where it's where it's newsworthy when a woman is. Um, 
the first to be, say, a governor in a state, or um, that, or it, now we've got the first ever uh, woman vice president. And of course, there's that uh, that next step to have a woman governor or a woman president. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I we're we're getting there slow but sure. But um, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Thank you, and and not only here but around the world, because uh, I think that. That, uh, and I believe uh, as we, we move towards world peace, because I believe we will get to world peace, that the measure of world peace at, 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 that we're getting closer to it is um, the, the equal partnership between women and men around the world. That this, this recognition of women and men being equal partners will, will spread throughout the world, and, and there won't be any question about it that, that uh, uh, women and men be treated as equal partners in, in whatever we're doing. All right. Okay, Doug, appreciate your thoughts. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll hopefully hear from you. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. Attention business owners and managers. Looking to hire? Having trouble reaching the right candidates? Do you have more job openings than applications? Secure your table now for Cascade Radio Group's Job Fair, Thursday, March 16th in Bellingham at Four Points by Sheraton from 2 until 6 p.m. The March 16th Job Fair is a production of Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. For details and to register, talk to your CRG radio rep or send an email to jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. That's job Fair at CascadeRadioGroup.com. Men over 45, do you have a frequent urgent need to urinate or a weak flow? Do you suffer from an enlarged prostate or BPH? Want to learn about alternatives to BPH medication and major surgery? How? The Urolift system. The Urolift system is an in-office, minimally invasive procedure. It reopens the channel with no cutting and provides rapid symptom relief with no new sustained erectile or ejaculatory dysfunction as shown in a clinical study. Call Bellingham Urology Group about the Eurolift system today at 360-714-3400. Most common side effects are temporary and can include discomfort when urinating, urgency, inability to control the urge, pelvic pain, and some blood in the urine. Rare side effects, including bleeding and infection, may lead to a serious outcome and may require intervention. For more information, call Bellingham Urology Group, located in Bellingham, or their new office in Mount Vernon at 360-714-3400 and online at bellinghamurologygroup.com. Spring is a time to keep it fresh. And what a better way to freshen up your company's image than with a crisp Brooks Brother logoed shirt or uniform from Bergen. Whatcom County's local logo apparel experts. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery, heat application, screen printing, and all kinds of logoed promotional products. And they're adding tons of new styles for spring. From Travis Matthews to Russell Outdoors, OGO, District, and yes, even Brooks Brothers. Bergen's new owners understand the importance of your image. They go the extra mile to provide crisp logo apparel so you can put your best foot forward this spring. And as nature blooms, Bergen is taking action to protect it with new sustainable styles that lower the carbon footprint of production. Bergen guarantees your order will be completed on time to your specifications and with a smile. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at Bergen Embroidery KGMI is your free local source for instant news, sports, weather, and traffic information. Unlike the other guys, we don't tease you with a few free articles a month on our website and then shut you out and demand that you pay a subscription fee. News and information is always free at KGMI.com, and we don't annoy you with full-page pop-up ads either. So remember, whether you're listening at AM 790, 96.5 FM, or checking out KGMI.com, KGMI is your dependable and free local news source. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we'd hope to hear from you here. We've got a half hour. Take your calls and your ideas, opinions, 
whatever is on your mind here on KGMI Connects. Just talking about the media. Okay, Fox News, some of their stars were behind the scenes, even Rupert Murdoch saying, I don't really, I think Trump is kind of doing a lot of nonsense about the 2020 election. Then they go on the air and say something different. I don't know, is that 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 hard to believe? (laughs) Hard to, that somebody would, it's, I don't know. I've worked in radio for a long time. Used to work with a, a really, really good program director when I worked in rock radio, and he he uh, programmed our rock station and did a fab, fabulous job. But wasn't really a rock music fan. Liked uh, country music, and but he, so he didn't try to make it a country station. He kept it a rock station, so it would appeal to people who like rock music, and uh, to try to make it successful. It and I'm not excusing what the the Fox folks did, but it's. Not that hard to understand. I guess I'm just putting a little perspective on it, on it but uh, we want to hear whatever's on your mind. And our friend Jackie down in Anacortes joins us. Hi, Jackie. Hi there. Uh, I, I made up my mind I wasn't going to call so often. However, I no, heard that man say needs more women. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I just want to alert everybody um, that my be interested. I don't know if they know that the commissioners of Skagit Valley are trying to put in word uh, wind turbines. And so if anybody's interested in saying yes or no, they're going to be meeting on Tuesday uh, in Mount Vernon. But I can't believe that this Green New Deal thinks that putting these ugly monstrosities in our beautiful valley, I mean, you talk about ruining the valley, let alone killing our birds. And, you know, they they talk about saving our wildlife and all that, and it's been proven that these Big old ugly wind turbines do a lot of damage to the wildlife and also the noise to the people living around them, I think, would be awful. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, you really think they're that, that horribly ugly? Oh. <laughs> yes, I do. Can you imagine? I don't know how often you go through the Skagit Valley. <clears throat> oh, quite a, quite often. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Where are they talking and about putting look, them? Do you know? I uh, no, I don't know that, but I know they're having lots of meetings, uh-huh. and uh, they're having one on Tuesday at three thirty. Okay. And uh, I think the more people that hear about it in the valley, uh, you know, either you can. You can email the commissioner, or you can go to the meeting. It's only going to be a half an hour, but uh, not too many people realize what they're trying to do. So I just think it would be awful. Uh, I've been down in California and different places where they have them, like on the way to Palm Springs and that. Okay. It's awful. (laughs) So anyway, that's all I have to say. All right, Jackie, thanks for your call. Uh huh. Bye bye. Yeah, and thanks for letting people know about this. Uh, I mean, these types of meetings are important. Let's go to Jim over in San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Happy Friday to yeah, you. Yeah, same to you. <laughs> thanks for being so nice to me uh, Wednesday afternoon when I called in after I've had a few. <laughs> okay. Well, you <laughs> sounded like you were pretty coherent. So I'd, uh, I'd like to think that when I indulge, that I, I'm still me, and I, I still. Uh, you know, a lot of things. Anyway, okay. you can't really be sure because you're not quite yourself, so you never can know. But uh, <laughs> thank you for telling me. Thank you for telling me I was. <laughs> All right. Uh, good. Yes. So we we recently what what I'd like to talk about is we recently uh, got an induction cooktop. Okay. And you know some some of us who are more on the the right side of uh, conservatism or uh, right side of the middle. You know, we, when this thing came out, that's the way we got to go. Everything's got to be electric, uh, and you got to run your induction cooktop with your uh, batteries that are powered by solar and all that. And it's yeah, the way to yeah. go. And we're uh-huh. going to keep, and, and we're going to keep you from 
having gas, which is what some have uh, said they want to do. And, and gas, uh, well, you know, there's, uh, you know, you're breathing in some carbon monoxide and it's not as efficient. And, and I would have to say it's all true. And I didn't want to believe it. Uh, but I think we owe it to ourselves to be more pragmatic uh, in our thinking. It's like uh, with the election and the uh, the voting machines. You know, some of us wanted to believe that because we wanted a simple, easy ex- uh, explanation of how this travesty happened of getting this president we now have, okay. uh, which is, you know, how, how a lot of us feel about it. And so we wanted to believe that, and that of course, is no different as far as human psychology than the left wanting to believe that Trump is Hitler and that he was uh, being helped by Russia and and that stuff, which ended up, you know, being untrue to this point anyway. So I think we owe it to ourselves to be pragmatic and just look at the look at the facts. Now, I don't want them to take my gas stove away because there are places where it does work really well, like with a walk, or or if you're on a job site and you bring, you know, something that has flame to cook your stuff with. Okay. I mean, I don't want, just because induction works good doesn't mean you have to throw the baby out with the bathwater and we can't also have gas, but I'm just saying on a psychological level, we have to be honest with ourselves and each other that if we want to believe something, we're more likely to think it's t- true until it's proven otherwise. So, And that's just a human thing. That's not a left or right thing. Yeah, true. So let's just be honest about that instead of piling on all the time. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. And I, I you know, when, uh, I think when it comes to, if we're talking about uh, an election, it's hard to believe, like, how could that many people, you know, think differently than me and act so so opposite of what I would want them or how I would act or how I would want them to act in in the right. in this case the uh, in the act of voting uh but yes. um but the, or with with a, a stove i mean i mean right. everything we everything changes i don't how does and i I'll, I'll ask you well i'm not sure how an adu- induction Stove works. I've heard about this process. I've I've always used electric. I I had I think I had oh, yeah. one one rental house in my in my day that had a gas stove, and I I I just had never really yeah. used a gas stove. I grew up with an electric stove. You know, it's what my mom used right. and what I learned to cook on, and so I've always been comfortable with it. It's always worked great with for me, but. I know many people are right. just the opposite, and I know a lot of chefs. I guess the gas is the way to go, but now there's another yeah. th- wrinkle in the the whole debate, and that's just the air that we breathe and the air that children in a home breathe. That uh, that gas mm-hmm. stoves release other stuff other than carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide, right. but other other well, chemicals the- that uh, that cause greater incidence of asthma and that sort of thing. But so. Well, it's the, it's the cleanest burning fossil fuel, and I don't want to have it outlawed. Uh, so you know, we it's not you know we can we can have both, and there there maybe should be more studies done on the uh, on, on the on the gas. So what I'm saying is, I as, as a tending to be conservative person, am admitting that induction is is very well thought out and works extremely well and is very efficient. But but I don't. I want to have. We're all about freedom here in America. I thought. So you know, I'm I'm admitting this and saying yes, that's true, and yes, maybe gas should be looked at. But you know, it's 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 also the same for. I want my uh, left leaning people also to be pragmatic about things. And if and I think if we all come that direction, we're going to be better off instead of having all this these dividing lines. Mm-hmm. And because uh, that's not, we're not being helped. We're so divided right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, even you think about the debate over light bulbs that we had not that many years ago, and right. Oh, you know, the, come on. I mean, but we were using, <clears throat> you know, hundred year old more than more than hundred year old technology and a really wasteful technology that used a lot of energy just to make light, and a lot of the energy was lost in, right. in the form of heat and. And it, doesn't it yeah. make sense in in just just uh, your own personal economic uh, sense to do something that's going to bulbs that are going to last longer? They're going to be more. And now we the 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 bait has kind of 
almost gone beyond because we've got these uh, LEDs. I've seen now there's some they say that yes. that can give you bad light or something, but I mean they they yeah, last so much longer. They're that. so much more efficient. There's so much you know you can do so much more yeah. with them, different colors and things. So anyway, right. but, in yeah. between that, before LEDs, we went to fluorescents. Yeah, which are terrible for the environment. Yeah, and yeah. how many fluorescents got thrown away and went into landfills? with this terrible toxic stuff in it because all of a sudden we had to break away. Yeah, now the LEDs are there, and I'm a big fan of LEDs. And we'll yeah. find right. out if they're harm, they have harmful light or not. But for yeah. things to be legislated, I just think we need to slow down on that. All right, Jim. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call. Interesting interesting talk, and I think some good points. That uh, let's, let's be pragmatic uh, instead of idea, idea. Uh, Idealistic, I guess. Uh, but let's go over to Squim, and Hank joins us. Hey, Hank. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been. Hey, I, I, I get a little curious sometimes about, you know, they want to change everything to electric, but we already have big brownouts in California because of the lack of power. They want to tear dams down, which produce power. They try to save the salmon by tearing down dams. And then they put up these wind machines on these coasts over there that are probably the problem killing all these whales over there. So where where's the where's their common sense at? It's like, okay, let's stop everything, make everything electric. How are we gonna how are we going to possibly replace all of our vehicles that are gas powered? Lawnmowers, everything is gas powered is gonna be requiring electricity. And they think they have electrical problems now. And if you're going to 100 fold that or 200 fold the power demand, what what do they expect? They want to put more windmills up out there, and heck with the salmon and the dams. We want to tear down the dams and kill whales. So they need to make their mind up. Kind of like they for a long time they wanted to stop the logging because it was killing all the trees. Then they go out and make a whole bunch of plastic products. Everything's made plastic since about the late 70s, and so now all of a sudden. They want to stay big, stop making plastic products, use paper products, and kill trees again. So, I mean, to me, these people throw them, they, they go in circles and circles and circles, and they make these big decisions that affects all the people in our country. And it's just really confusing how they do that. And years later, it's like, well, it really wasn't affected. All right. So, well, I, 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 I think the way you laid it out is um, it does it. It shows the, the, the conundrum we have. We want to make this big switch, but, yeah, we have to be able to supply all these appliances, all these vehicles, everything. So it's it's got to be an overall um, uh, you know, plan. Uh, we can't just say, okay, all electric vehicles on such and such date and not – Think about where all that electricity is going to come from. Thanks, Hank. Great to hear from you. Quick break, two minutes. We'll be back in just a moment. We got Kirk, Gary, Lou on the line, and uh, we'll try to squeeze you in as well here on KGMI Connects. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite. You become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Wilson's Furniture's winter sale is going on now. Your chance to save storewide on living, dining, bedroom furniture and mattresses at the best prices of the year. Stop at Wilson's Furniture today. It's Wilson's Furniture's annual winter sale going on now. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. 
Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marsha Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Got a few minutes here. I'll get through a number of calls. We've got Kirk in Bellingham on the line. Hi, Kirk. Good day, brother. Yeah. Yeah, hey, um, you know, I uh, I grew up in Ohio. Okay. And uh, not on that side of the state, the opposite, but same thing, Ohio's Ohio. It's the Midwest. Um, the thing that bothers me is I heard today that, um, the Biden administration, uh, denied their claim for, um, you know, uh, um, disaster relief because it didn't technically fit the, the rules of act of God or, you know, like a tornado or a hurricane or something like that. But um, the thing that bothers me is um, at the same time I'm watching the networks and they're talking about, well, yeah, boy, do these people have a a class action lawsuit on their hands? Boy, these people are going to get paid. Problem being is uh, my late father-in-law was a, a fisherman in Alaska when the Exxon Valdez happened. Okay. And he died in, I, oh boy, 2003 or 2004. And, you know, how many years later? And he, to that time, hadn't seen a penny to be reimbursed for his loss. He had to, like, pretty much fight and scrape his way back okay. to be successful again. But, you know... You know, like I watch Fox all the time, and every other commercial is, well, if you're this or if you're that, you may be entitled to a settlement. And it's like, you know, these class action lawsuits, people die of old age before anything ever happens, if it even happens. Well, and they have to prove, and uh, thanks for your call, Kirk. I mean, they, they have to be able to prove that they were injured and that they had a loss. And I think that the article, I a couple articles I read about uh, the— the issue uh, that facing these folks in Ohio is that they didn't, this train derailed, but it didn't wipe out homes or property. It caused this environmental mess, but uh, then they have to say, prove or show that they were harmed um, their property or that they personally were harmed by this. So it's, it is a process, but uh, thanks for call Kirk. Let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Uh, Howdy, Joe. Yeah, I'm calling up to defend uh, that wonderful lady, Nikki Haley. Okay. Uh, Don Lemon on CNN said she's too old to be president. She's 51. He, Don Lemon said she's past her prime. Yeah, I don't know. And what that's the all the about. other women, right? The other women on the co-host with Don Lemon called him out for that, but he doubled down and said, "No, no, she's too old. Women are out of their prime." After they go past 45. And so uh, my prediction is that Don Lemon's going to be shown the door soon. And the only reason he's still at CNN is because he fits two categories of diversity groups. And if he had been a white, straight male, he would have been fired long ago. He's wrong on so many issues and makes so many mistakes. It's pathetic. All right, Lou. I, I, you know, I, I think he's. He's probably I, I who knows I I'm not that familiar with Don Lemon I mean I've seen him um, whether he's uh, a guy that they you know he's got this incredible ability I but CNN has shown that they're not afraid to show a, a white guy the door with um, uh, you know what's his name the the brother of the former New York governor who had uh, been found to have been uh, aiding his brother uh, amid his. Uh, sexual assault uh, allegations. So uh, we'll see where that all goes. Let's go to Gary in Victoria. Hey, Gary. 
Hey, Joe, how's how's it going? Doing well. Good to hear from you up there. Yeah, that'd be Chris Como. Over there. Chris Cuomo, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, an interesting week. Unfortunately, I I was driving too late all week. I couldn't phone in, but uh, I was certainly listening. Okay, well, good, good. Glad to have you here on Friday. So I thought I would uh, leave your listeners with some over-the-weekend research then. Okay. It's about the wealth gap and how they were taught. You know, that uh, that was a lot of the conversation this week about, oh, the, are the, the why are, can't just tax the rich, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right? Sure, sure. If they want to go to the Pew Research Center and look up trends in income and wealth inequality uh, publication that they did, it's a very extensive uh, report that goes from like right from the 1980s all the way up until now. Uh And they'll have a good understanding of why things are the way they are. And basically it's because that's what they vote for. Okay, and uh, you're talking about why they the things things are the way they are as far as the the wealth gap or the concentration of wealth. Well, not just the wealth gap, but then what happens to the population that's in the lower sixty seventy percent when the top one percent are have all the money? They start revolting. So you have prime, you have. Uh, I mean, all of the things that all of these, uh, Canada included, has is caused from the huge disparity in wealth. Well, I think that's something we have to remember. Yeah, that uh, crime, uh, not in every case, but uh, as far as uh, its uh, overall effect and, and its overall presence, I mean, it's driven by and large by poverty and uh, uh I, that's that's just the fact that we have to accept and understand and as we try to figure out how do we deal with crime how do we how do we stop people from committing awful crimes uh, just, uh, not that we can make poverty go away but we can work to alleviate it and uh, work you know, early childhood education um, early child you know child care um, these are, I, I would say, are some uh, ways that we can work as a society to reduce those uh, at the, at the, at the, the, the disease level, rather than trying to deal with the, uh, the symptoms when they manifest. Just some ideas to close out our week here on KGMI Connects. We'll be back on Monday, four o'clock. Waiting for your calls. In the meantime, have a great weekend.